I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This podcast is about adult films and discusses adult content. It's not meant for anyone under 18 years old. It's also hosted by two women, so keep it in the pants, guys. Well, that is until someone asks you to whip it out. Now strap in, remember your safety word, and enjoy this week's episode. Oh yeah. This is There Will Be Porn with Kate and Murda. Hello, and welcome to There Will Be Porn. This is a podcast about pornography. We watch the AVN's top 100 adult films from 100 to 1, counting it down. We think about what porn has to teach us as sex-positive women. And we watch a whole family fuck the same woman, making them basically an Eskimo family. And then ask ourselves, is, is this, this hot? I am one of your sexy-ass hosts. Kate. Um, that you can say over and over and over again when you're coming. Just go, Kate, 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 Kate. That's um, how I do it every time. And then it's murder. this one too. That's murder. Come, that's when you finish, right? That's your finish call. Yeah. You go, it's murder. Nah, it's or it's like or right. It it's like after I'm done, I'm like, it's murder. <laughs> I drop the mic and I walk walk out every time. Do you ever like like point to like uh, uh, vaginal juices on a man's face and go? See that? It's well, what I my mo <laughs> is like you. You're gonna come inside of me, and then I'm gonna pull out and like squat on your face and just let it. Yeah, and you while you're squatting, you go. It's murder. <laughs> I like that. You're you're murdering like stereotypes left and right, and I yeah. appreciate it. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> you know what? Like, if you're not gonna consent to me peeing on you, this is this is. This is what you're going to get. This is what you get. Well, I didn't for, consent for you to come inside of me. For, you just what? went ahead and did what? it. What? Is this really happening to you? No. No, it's not. I know your partner. He's wonderful. Okay. 
<laughs> no, you were really concerned first. You're for like, second, I'm always worried me. about you. I'm always making sure my ladies are in order. For any no. new listeners, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you just got a lot all in one setting. Uh, and I would apologize, but that was great. And you deserved it. You're amazing, <laughs> listeners. Um, also, I think it's a good idea. You should do it too. <laughs> yes, try if, it. If that happens try it. to it's you, condoned. If, if someone comes inside or, of you without, yes. sit, like, without you saying so, with the, sit on their face, on, feed them there, come back to them. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it, it only really works if it's without, if you're a raw dog in it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can empty a condom into it, but at that point, it's not, it's all consensually and lovely. Like, you used to kind of thank you. Let yes. me dispose of this condom properly yes. <laughs> and we'll be kind. Tie it up, throw it yeah, away. Tie it away. Well, okay. New listeners, welcome. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our show. Every week here on There Will Be Porn, we recap a classic porn uh, and talk about it, make fun of it, enjoy the stars. Uh, most of the porns are from the 80s and 90s, so get ready for some some dated references. Uh, and this week in particular, we are recapping number 79. No, number seven. Yep. Yeah, 79. Yep. The Secret Garden Part 2. Yes. Would you, like, uh, would you like the details? I would. I also want to say this is part two. So again, these new listeners that I keep referencing to, you probably want to listen to part one, <laughs> which was the episode well, uh, before this one. I so, will say, I will know. say, as before I get into the details, um, unlike Firestorm, mm-hmm. where we were like, we could do it out of order, it will be fine because pornos don't make sense. I think this one we could have done that for. Yeah, we could have done this one out of order. It would have been better. It's still always better to have the full story, the whole back, the whole background. Who the people are, but they sort did of, give but... us a, uh, they gave us a recap at the top. Yeah, this week we're discussing the Secret Garden Part Two, mm-hmm. which is released in 1992. It's number as Caitlin said, it's number 79 on AVN's top 100 uh, adult films of all time. Yep. Plot description. <laughs> <laughs> the Secret Garden Part 2 is a classic film with famed director Michael Zen. Released in 1992, this titillating title revolves around scorching hot sex and revenge. Michael Zen created a masterpiece with this one, and the star power is evident. Don't you like that it's Michael Zen? I do. Because it's like, it makes sense why he's like, got a garden theme. Yeah. The garden holds like all the garden. secrets. I, as we already said, Please. it's written and directed by Michael Zed. Yes. It stars Ashlyn Gear. This is the same people who starred in, uh, there's a few extras, but same people who starred in the the part one. It's yeah. Ashlyn Gear, Mike Horner, yep. Melanie Moore, Anna yep. Z, yep. Uh, Jonathan Morgan, Randy mm-hmm. Spears, and Flame. And the runtime is one hour and 22 minutes. Yeah. I have decent time for porn. Anything yeah. that's under an hour and a half, I love. Not, yeah. No, no hatred. No. Um, liked this movie. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love the matriarch of this family. Me too. I still like the patriarch of this family. Especially Me too. Well, we like, have our own my, feelings about my, my corner. As you know, for our we're, last episode, we're in my, if you we're listened, in my corner's corner. We love my, we're in the my corner corner. We're <laughs> horny for my corner. Let me tell you. Um, but before we get into recapping this movie that we really enjoyed, um, we're of course going to do our first sex segment. Yes. Our sexment. Our sexment. Um, I forget, Meredith, do you remember what we called the segment last time when we did an Ashlyn Gear interview? You did it. You oh. brought it to me. You brought me Ashlyn Gear online.com. I don't know. I really and don't. I don't remember what it was I either. But I like here, to- listen, Caitlin <laughs> of the future who edits this podcast, go back, 
find that jingle and put it here. Right. What did you bring me? It's the interview with the star. Close up with the porn star. Okay, great. Now that we're back, so I wanted to rehash the wonderful conversation you and I had when we did an Ashlyn Gear interview. With um with Ashlyn Gear fan page dot com right, or something or like whatever that. Whatever it was. Yeah. AshlynGearForever.com, <laughs> AshlynGearILoveYou.com, right? Um, and so she is the star of Secret Garden uh, and Secret Garden 2, which we watched. Um, and I was like, there's got to be more interviews with her. Like, she was fucking everywhere, apparently, at yeah. this time. Yeah, I didn't, you know, and it's very funny, besides that fan page, I didn't actually see a ton of it. And that, and that was like, I don't see a ton about, I mean, that's why we did a whole thing about my corner last mm-hmm. week. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a mystery. But don't worry, because I went into the actual archives of the internet. People who are archiving. I love them. Like GeoCities website pages from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I went in there and I found a fan page to something called Space Above and Beyond. (laughs) Okay. That's the website? Yes. Okay. Uh, Let me open up this website for you. Uh, Of course, it will be in our show notes probably if I remember to put them in there. Um, let's see if it loads. Ah, yes, here it is. As you can see at the top, this page is outdated. User-generated website brought to you by an archive. <laughs> oh, thank you, archive. <laughs> it's from history. Um, it was weird from GeoCities. Yes. But, oh, my God, that's so, great. Uh, so the story behind this archive site that is dedicated uh, to the television show Space Above and Beyond, uh, it was a show um, in the late... Uh, is she 1990s. in it? She is in it. Okay. She plays a character that we will be talking about in the interview. Got it. Um, this show was made by the fucking producers of the X Files, and while it did not air in the United States, oh, it is very popular in Germany. And we're gonna watch the trailer right now. Okay. In the not too distant future, man has begun to colonize the universe. Three marine pilots. Okay, be scared. Battle against the odds. My controls loose. To save the Earth. There's your best chance of staying alive. In a feature-length series premiere that's from the producers of the X-Files. Space Above and Beyond. Wednesday at 8 on Sky One. So anyway, on one of these archived pages that's dedicated to the show that has Thanks. disappeared from history. Yes. And you know how much we love looking for things that have disappeared from history. I, I especially love the people who are doing the work to archive the I internet. agree. I love you, people. Yeah. Um, so um, this is someone who's on the star, on the show, uh, Kevin Schlossberg, uh-huh. interviewing uh, Ashlyn Gear. He, I think, was a minor role on the show, and he wanted to interview her because she's kind of a big star. And and this is how it goes. And I would like you to, for me, rehash your role as Ashlyn Gear, um, since you did so well last time in our episode, Realities. Wait, can I ask a question? I would love to do that. Yes. So I'm gonna be the you're I'm gonna be Ashlyn Gear. Yes. You're gonna yes. be the interviewer. Yes. Can yes. I just ask? Because you said Kevin Schlossberg, but also El Sparco Diablo. I believe that that is the name of his character on the show. I can't confirm it because it's all archived, (laughs) but I believe that is That's what I wanted to clarify. Who he is on the show. Okay. Um, uh, There's a couple of things that are in parentheses for clarification because this is the most random ass interview where we don't really know what they're talking about, but we're going to use context clues and build a world together. Got it. Okay. So I am Kevin Schlossberg. Uh, A.K.A. I'll Sparko Diablo. Diablo. My <laughs> first question for you: Do you like, the, or did you like the show Space Above and Beyond? 
I loved the show. Glenn and James gave me a wonderful opportunity. And the beginning of the show was a little dark. And the most difficult part for me was wearing was the wearing of the contact, l- contact lenses because they weren't just normal size. They were about 20 milliliters. I don't wear contact lenses. You said milliliters, which I love about you, Ashley Gear, because really it's millimeters. <laughs> but Oh, but I you know what you this show is really popular in Germany. So the metric system is hard. I don't know. I don't know. You're from America and I get I, you're trying. I don't even know what 20 milliliters or meters are. I <laughs> just heard that. And let me put it this way. You can measure a dick in millimeters and you can measure cum in milliliters. Did you say milliliters twice? It sounded like it. <laughs> Serious. Cool. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Pretty sure I said meters. You probably did. <laughs> you probably did. It's My fine. brain doesn't know the difference still. So listen, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was a it was a whole new sensation for me. They were hand painted white with the crosshairs. We had a pinhole that we were looking through, and most of the time. We had to be led to and from the shot. We had a young man who was actually the contact wrangler. Whoa. And his whole job on the set was to take the contacts in and out. I never touch my eyeballs. Some uh, some other guy does. He does it. He does it for Babylon 5. So that was a unique experience. Wow. I didn't know there was so much to know about contact. On television shows. I know. So you're working on Millennium right now. Don't know what that is in the context of this interview, but let's just say it's 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 the Y2K. I'm prepping for the Y2K. I'm prepping. I'm doomsday prepping. The Millennium. I'm a doomsday prepper. So in this, are you going to be a reoccurring character? Is your character just going to show up for one or two episodes? I hope it shows up for the whole series because I'm a doomsday prepper and I prepped properly. But also, well, as you probably know, um, they killed me on space. They killed me on X-Files. So you're dead? Uh, No, I told you I'm not dead. I'm a doomsday prepper. (laughs) Okay, so you're not dead. Actually, I have the second script in hand, and I'm only handcuffed at this one so far. So maybe there is hope I am coming back. Okay, let's change gears for a second. In a Millennium episode, they killed a character off named after me, El Sparco Diablo. Yes. Actually, just kidding. It was a character named Dr. Schlossberg. Oh, after your real name. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. He was also, he was into the internet, addicted to porn, and... German. At least he was loosely based off me. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Cool. Wonderful. I love talking about my porn. So, how much do you have to work in a year? Do you lead a life of luxury or do you work your little tail off? <sighs> I mean, I do work my tail off, but I really, I try to work maybe only two two times a month. Either dancing or television or movies, whatever it may be. That sounds like a lot of work. I respect you just in that one tiny regard. Yeah. Two days is a lot of work. It's so much. Two days a month (laughs) of work. It's like. I can't wait until I retire. It's like 5%. Cannot. (laughs) Cannot wait. Do you get a lot of scripts these days? 
I'm getting a little more notice. Yes, actually. And, you know, it's that actor thing. I can't jinx myself. But a wonderful guy is considering me for a very nice part in a movie. That's very specific. I know. <laughs> How often a week do you have to work out? Never. Never? That must be nice. <laughs> you know what? I was a cheerleader for six years. I believe it. Thanks for coming in tonight. No problem. <laughs> End of interview. From the deep recesses of the internet. Did we Thank learn? Thank God we preserved this. <laughs> also, like, I mean, this is our second interview we've spent now with Ashlyn Garrett. And I just want to know, did we learn anything else about her? She doesn't have to work out. She doesn't have to work out. She, she doesn't, doesn't have to work. She doesn't like things in her eyes. She doesn't. She doesn't work. She doesn't have bad vision. She was a cheer. She was a damn good cheerleader. For six probably years. for six years. Is that how long she was in high school for? I guess maybe two years of high school and then, and then college. college. Maybe she also worked at as maybe like two a, years of middle school and then high school. It's possible. You know, we had a cheerleading squad at our middle school. Yeah. Yeah. And that was all she ever needed to New work listeners, out. me and Meredith went to middle school together. I don't know if that clarifies anything, but <laughs> I just wanted to drop that nugget there. Maybe Ashlyn Gear was there too. We don't she, know. We don't know. Maybe she was a sexy teacher and Ooh. we were children, so we didn't notice. Well, um, you know, I, I, I think we're I think we are revealing something about her, you know? Well, I do think she might have been like the only other than Sasha Gray, she was the only porn star that went to television or that like was able to get out of porn for at least a minute. I you know what? I think there's more than you think. Really? Because I I recently looked up someone too and I don't remember what and we were like, "Oh, this person used to do porn." Oh. Maybe it was even on Game of Thrones. It was wow. something like maybe Mil Zantra or something <gasps> like it was something like recently I looked there's more people out there than you think is Listen, all I mean to say teed up fans out yes. there um, do us a favor send us porn stars that are now on television we want to see them we want to meet them we want to talk about it yeah because I think more porn stars should go to television because or more more tel- probably more, more, tele- more television people should be porn stars <laughs> yes. I'm just against this whole like keeping the industry separated it's stupid I mean, yeah, I mean, You're I'm all re- selling your bodies <laughs> the in reason, one way or another. The reason I miss porns like we are watching on this show is, mm-hmm. I, you know, I would have really loved to see like a, um, you know, a John, a George Clooney enter porn oh. at some point. You know what, though? The thing with men is that we're going to find out what size their dicks are. It's true. You know, it's true. only men like I think John Hamm is the only person I can think of who could maybe do porn. Michael Fassbender. You know what? There's probably a bunch. <laughs> I think I think you know a lot of actors have BDE. Yeah, you know? that's true. You're right. Okay, this podcast has big dick energy for sure. Oh, we have massive dick energy. We have MDE, big clit energy. We have big clit energy. Not to be confused with before the common era, right? BCE <laughs> yes. <laughs> or big candidate, big or big candidate energy. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused. We have big clit energy. Okay. Meredith, it's time to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like clapping. Oh, oh my god! Is that it's too like much if I distracted. You? It's like you look over here. Excuse me. <laughs> no, that was more for myself. I also was like half cheering. I got excited because um, you are because you wanted you wanted to channel Ashley Gear for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Yes. Let's do this porn. That's I imagine her cheerleading. That's our recap intro. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> <laughs>
right, it's done. God damn it. <laughs> You're right. Don't you love <laughs> when they I clap love... and they like, grab their hands? <laughs> Drummer boy, <laughs> hands hurt. Weird. Okay, alrighty. Um, Meredith, what happens? Well, um, before they get into this porn, of they they give us a re- they give us a pretty long recap of what happened last week. Um, on our last episode, but also what happened in part one. So I'm just gonna let you do that, listeners. You could figure that out. And by, oh, you're not going to give a recap. Do you want me to give a recap? Yeah, can you give like a baby two sentence one? Well, I have the whole thing written down. <laughs> if you want, because sure. I was recapping sure. it, and then I was like, I could probably skip to like halfway through my recap. <laughs> no, I want to hear it now because okay. I want to hear your version of, of their recap, you do. like telephone. Okay. So we see this Hyde family at breakfast, and the brother and the new fiance are not there. Just our mains from the last part. And we have the Hyde family as a model family, except for a few secrets. That's that's like a title card on the screen. Love it. We have Victoria Hyde. Mm-hmm. The matriarch. And the matriarch. And we have a very weird, they have a very weird relationship with their son, Kyle. Yes. They have two sons, yes. Jason and Kyle. Yes. Kyle is Randy Spears. Yes. And he was disgusting, like a disgusting gross misogynist in part one in part one he's the same way in part same two in part two don't worry guys but, he doesn't yeah, change spoiler, spoiler alert <laughs> he he's doesn't exactly change. the same yeah but the main thing is is their very weird relationship about like with their parents to talk about their sex life uh-huh with his wife mimi uh-huh that i have a very with kyle's wife mimi, yes yeah. with kyle's wife mimi they apparently live with them and they are like and Victoria's like, well, maybe if you did something bad once in a while, you'd actually get yeah. Mimi pregnant. You'd get Mimi, yeah. And it's like, you'd put your bad, bad jizz up in my my daughter-in-law. It's very weird. Yeah, well, I mean, have you seen porn lately? There's a lot of stepbrother stuff going on. That's true. This is like not pretty tame, Yeah, but, but these are not stepbrothers and stepsisters. She's like, that's he's true. Like, They're legit I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fuck and They're... like be loud, and you're gonna be jealous of me fucking my wife, oh, mom. Boy. Like, no. Yeah. In fact, you're you don't know anything about your mother. No. You want to know what your mother likes? Inanimate objects. Your mom she loves likes luxuries. <laughs> she <laughs> likes luxury and she gets she likes off money, on fancy things. Fancy things. Especially you know a useless not, column in the middle of your garden. You know what? You're not Kyle fancy. You're not you're, you are not. <laughs> you're not you trash. You like fucking people you're with your pants garbage. on with your cowboy boots on and dumpster a cowboy fire. Hat. You're off. You're worth zero dollars. So yeah. Uh-huh. We get that we get that uh the Hyde family is a model family except a few secrets. Then we also get this title card. Mr. Hyde is a banker by, by profession. He also invests in porno movies. Yes, he does. So he can watch. Yes, he does. And then we get a flashback of him being a voyeur mm-hmm. and meeting Pansy. But then we get a play-by-play of the rest of the afternoon. 3 p.m., Kyle seduces a stranger named Daisy. 4 p.m., Victoria is working in the garden. 7 p.m., Mimi receives a fo- obscene phone call. Mm-hmm. And 9 p.m., the youngest son, Jason comes with a surprise and um i also noticed something when they were recapping all these things that 
Peeing was a very heavy storyline in both Charles uh, and Kyle's. Uh, oh, can I pee now? Yeah, go ahead. Peeing. Peeing, yes. Peeing, like, oh, that's right, because that's right. Because uh, because Charles, yes. Charles Hyde, the, mm-hmm. the patriarch, walks in on... Pansy, Pansy peeing. peeing, right? And then he, and then Kyle wouldn't let Daisy pee. Pee. Oof, woof! It's the start. It's the beginning. Then we see we cut to we we're finally in the present or after after Jason brings home. So the the one thing we didn't see yes. in this recap, mm-hmm. if, and I listener, I will remind you at the end of the last. At the end of the Secret Garden Part One, mm-hmm. Jason, the youngest bro- the youngest son, comes home with his new fiance Lily, mm-hmm. who he has no- only known for two weeks, and has done something very rash. Yes, by proposing Irrational. to her. Yes, and everyone is He's very concerned love, because everyone in the room knows Lily. Uh-huh. Everyone has fucked her. Everyone has had sex with Lily. Well, not Victoria, not Victor- Victoria or Mimi. Right, fair. but I feel like. Victoria knows who she is. I think so. Or at least sees through the charade. Right. And we learn who she is eventually too. Mm. But it's clear that this woman is trying to get, is is trying to Something entwine herself in, in the high family, family yes. drama. Yes. Or create drama. Yes. Real Housewives of the Secret Garden. So. Yes. And, but Lily and Jason are, are in a guest bedroom chatting uh, and she's just concerned that her family, that the family doesn't like her. Yeah. And then Jason goes, oh, you don't even know. Like, they're totally going to love you. My mother's protective and they're just not really affectionate. But you'll be fast friends with Mimi and then everyone will love you. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's just like and then she also says like she's like, well, Kyle really creeps me out. Mm. And Kyle is the one that like fucked her the worst. Yeah. Like, fu- like fucked her so over the worst in part one. Pee. Right. And wore those fucking cowboy and, like, boots. And essentially like almost assaulted her. Like like borderline uh, assaulted her. I mean, and he her. doesn't get any better. No. No. Uh, Jason tells her, tells Lily that Kyle would, what they would do when they were young, the boys, is that Jason was a little bit quiet, not sexually like permi- promiscuous. Right. But Kyle, the one, the only thing, the only nice thing Kyle did for him, because they did not have a good relationship when they were growing up, was that Makes he did let now. him, yes. he did let him watch him fucking other girls while wow. from the closet. Wowzers. Wowzers. All those times that I was in the closet, those girls weren't making love to Kyle. It was always me. They were always making love to me. Right. And I felt like I was like, maybe is this a get is also like is this sort of mildly like a gay metaphor, like him being in the closet oh. while watching his brother fuck. The writers and directors of this movie are men and there is a method to which they're imparting their subconscious Michael Zen. I think possibly could have repressed homosexual tendencies and they're coming out in his art. And maybe he well, didn't even know it. You know, it was a tough time in the nineties. Yeah, th- there is you not know? a lot of like there, I mean, there's one very short female on female scene. Yes. Um, so there's not a lot of appreciation of female bodies in this. No. But dicks everywhere. Giant stone and, phalluses. We've cracked it, Meredith. And, and luxury goods. And you're right. Luxury, <laughs> nice things. What do gay men love? Nice, nice things. things. Oh my. <laughs> Michael Zen. I hope he found his true path. Me too. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> Just new lens for this movie and the one before it. New lens. Well, uh, well, but Jason reveals 
<laughs> this is another element. Jason reveals he didn't really like any of the women that he watched fucking Kyle. Shoot, he thought they were all just like trash. He except, wanted them to be men. Except for one girl. One woman mm-hmm. who was a nurse. That's right. That was caring for Kyle when he broke his arm as a child. He liked her very much. And what she does looked a child like child mean. I don't even want to think about it. Never mind. Teenager. Sure. Sure. It was inappropriate. Appro- totally inappropriate. inappropriate. But all of this is, so yes. it's fine. Uh, he was, a, let's say, 16 years old. Right. And she and was an adult woman. She was 25. an adult woman, a nurse, a nurse, hired to take care of him. Gotcha. Um, and he, uh, Jason says that part of the reason that he talked to her, Lily, to begin with, because it, she looked like her. And ah. fair enough. What we do see is a uh, is a flashback yes. of... Ashlyn Gear, the nurse, yes. play, like yes. the nurse being played by Ashlyn Gear, uh, approaching a sleeping Kyle mm-hmm. with a broken arm, mm-hmm. where she proceeds to start sucking his dick. Yep, Kyle's not a child in this flashback. I appreciate that they didn't use a real child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think that would have been illegal. Ah, uh, you know it's the nineties. Um, <laughs> and the other thing is, I want to say something. Okay. I'm here for you. We see Kyle and Mimi sleeping in bed yes. in this scene. Yes. And Kyle tossing and turning. Yes. They're the only pillows on their bed are throw pillows. What is happening? Who okay, okay. Like so the one those so the fact that, that there's a woman having sex with a child, but the woman looks exactly like she does in current day, even though it's a flashback fantasy dream. Everyone else is situation. using normal pillows, Caitlin. <laughs> and there's <laughs> transference from the writer director, and there's just like general like murder suicide <laughs> fantasy action going on. Your biggest concern. They're they're psychopaths. <laughs> Fucking psychopaths. Who are they like the little square? It, they <laughs> look like, yes, there's a whole bunch, a big pile of squares. And it also <laughs> looks like the type of squares, you know, like the ones that are like maybe <laughs> wear like wool, but then they've, they've been used so much. They're just like a, like a slick, gross, grease, like all of the oh wool. Oh my God. You yeah, know I know exactly t- what you're talking you about. Just like, it's That's what they look like. Too. <laughs> they did not look good. It, I was like, what? This happening. family maybe doesn't uh, maybe values the way something looks over uh, function. And so they're just like, we don't need regular pillows because everybody go fuck yourselves when you're sleeping. But throw pillows need to be because we need to have the bed look good. But no one else, no, the, the nurse scene and the Jason <laughs> and Lily scene did not have. I don't know that. I don't have pillows. an answer for you. I tried to bring you some you relief. They were all filmed at the same time. I don't They, they just like were so tight on time. But they didn't. Their budget wasn't so small that they couldn't afford three cameras, three different to, bedrooms, uh, three, three different bedroom yes, sets. Yeah, that they. But they had their time. <laughs> their time was. They had very little time. They needed to get this direct video as soon as possible. I don't know, Meredith. I don't have an answer for you that will bring you relief. I hope you don't toss and turn at night, much like Kyle. Well, you know what? <laughs> just panicking that's, over if that's the, the case. Pillows. Then just if you have an unlimited budget where you can afford three cameras, then buy fucking a third set of bed worth a be- third bed's worth of normal pillows. Okay, I'm not against you, Meredith. I'm not. I promise. Put the knife down. This is- <laughs> 
I do. Do you want to go look at my bed to make sure I have regular pillows? The things that I stand for (laughs) don't make sense. Nope, but I love it. I love it. I have a few principles. I principle number five. That one. You have to have fucking pillows. Yes. Ones. Not throw pillows. No. Okay. I'm with you. God. So anyway, so Kyle can't sleep because he doesn't have a pillow. Yeah. Um, now we cut to Lily and Jason in bed, and Lily has a premonition. Yes. From her mother telling her it is time to wake up. Oh, that's right. I forgot there was a ghost in this house. Yes. <laughs> it's dark. Everyone's asleep. Okay. Except for maybe Kyle. He's maybe He's still tough. saying, fuck you, Jason. Right. But Lily's Weave, weaving a shirt. So Lily leaves her bed. Fuck you, Jason, on it. Go on. And uh, her, mo- her mom's like, hurry, hurry, Lily. But you must. They must not suspect who you, who you are. You must hurry. You have to be quiet. No one can see you. They can't know who you are. And they said, and they, she starts walking around the house and her mom just like, there's an, uh, you know, a voiceover that's like, this is your house, Lily. This is the house the Hyde family took from us. I'm here, mama. Can you see me? Oh, it's just like you described it. I used to dream being here. Now I am. I'm always with you, my child. Hurry, hurry. You must see the greenhouse. You must see where it began. And and she uh, and her, she also talks to her mom in the scene. She goes, "It's exactly how you described it, mother." Mm-hmm. I wish you were here to see it. I wish we were here together. And she tells her to hurry. Go to the greenhouse. That's where everything began. And then she like runs to a hall with the hallway dramatically with this like throw like flowing robe. And she looks out into the greenhouse. And there she sees a premonition of her mother. Uh, and she's like, This is where it all began. It was a warm light. The flowers filled the air like an intoxicating perfume. And earlier that evening, their father's baking partners came by for a short period of time. And they they were heading back into work for something. I don't know. Sure. And I'm not sure. Stocks. Stocks. I don't know what that. (laughs) Trading exchange. probably were going to like have sex with like. Sex workers is oh, probably. I was thinking like loans or going, and stuff. No, no you way. don't think there was like a paperwork. No, Do you, yeah, I they, guess the bell rings at four thirty and everyone's done. What are they doing after hours? Ex- ex- it's fair. They're they're mingle the the way that people build relationships and banking after Sex hours workers. is by like going to like. I mean, I parties. believe you. I saw Wolf of Wall Street. I think yeah. that is correct. I guess there was one <laughs> one man in this group, though. He was the wild one. Ooh. His name was Jonathan. And she would flirt with him. Jonathan, jo- and she- Jonathan. <laughs> and her mother would flirt with uh, Jonathan just, just yeah. to get her dad mad. And he would, too. Yeah. Like, he would want to poke his buttons. Yeah. And uh, and then like, but it was just something about that night, those intoxicating flowers, and her emotions were getting the best of her, right. and her dreams were real. And Jonathan was watching her in the garden, and yes. then they start to fuck. Yeah, they do. And he is. Here's another thing. This is another scene with gloves. He yes. uses his gloves. He's in this got scene gloves on, and starts. 
fingering her with the gloves on. Right. Fine. Sanitary. Sure. Yeah, but the gloves are like leather driving gloves. Or oh, like good point. Those are usually dirty. That's it's not it's not latex. It's not a no, latex. You're right. It's not like a doctor's glove that they put in you every time I go. Also, the it's a, and it's not part. like a silk. Like it's I don't know, fun, silk guys, just word up. Uh huh. Silk would maybe be a little bit hot, sort of satin, yeah. maybe something like sheer lace. Yeah, driving gloves. No. Yeah, I don't know. Also, something I think that Victoria, the matriarch of this house, would very much disapprove of. Yes, driving gloves represent. The help. Here you are having the help shoved into your vagina. That You're goes right. against every silk glove right. she ever rubbed herself with. I'm sorry, no. Yeah. Okay, these are not fancy things. <sighs> but yeah, it's weird that no one wants to touch each other without gloves on. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> anyway, and it's also weird because Lily is like now watching a sex scene. Ooh, ooh wait a minute. Her mom woke her up. Yes. To bring her to the greenhouse to see to see where it started at all. Again, she's in the closet. She okay. you know, what really what she wanted to show her was what happened after the scene. So why couldn't she just like have her come for like the like, last right at the come point? Yeah. At money shot. It's not like you would have there wouldn't have been any Honey, come to the atrium. Is that where it is? Yeah. Come ignore the money shot, darling. <laughs> just watch the other parts. Sorry. But you know, I had to have sex to have you. <laughs> I wanted to leave you with a nice image of me, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was pretty hot before I, you know, yeah. left. Died? So, well, I don't know. So we're in a sex scene. Yeah. Uh, she starts sucking his dick. Uh, she he rips her panties. He starts licking her ass. Then we move on to cunnilingus. Cool. I love this breakdown. Uh, it's my fave. This woman has a very weird uh vagina muff. Okay. Uh, I she has just like it's com- like her her labia, vulva, totally that area, but totally waxed clean, and even on her like bikini line. But she just had one. It's almost like a ball of. Very long fluff. That's what I have. Jerk. Oh, is it very long? Yes, because I keep forgetting to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were on screen. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I would groom it then. If I knew it I'm was going to be the star. <laughs> <laughs> if you were. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I get I don't groom myself either. I am terrible. We're tired. <laughs> tired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, but yeah. So I'm not judging you. All right. I'm with you. It's a weird it's just- <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. The things you get on. She didn't cut her muff. They only have throw pillows. Chaos. This is chaos. But this one's like a soap opera. Uh, I feel like the aesthetics are the important thing. Nobody on Dynasty would skip clipping their muff. And the aesthetics are the important things for me. Nice fancy things, Meredith. That's what matters. Yes. Um, so yeah, they we see some sex, they missionary, uh doggy style, the whole th- I think there's a, this is our first anal of the whole series too, uh, I think. Yes. Mm. Which so they go from anal and then back to back missionary. To, yeah. And then he comes all over her and, and then he licks she licks her his dick. Uh. Oh god. All right. So uh the thing is, yeah, Lily's father 
mm-hmm. was watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And From then the spot. It really and then is. he shot Jonathan. And then yeah. I think he she he shot himself too. Yes. And then so the mother lives. I thought Where is this- she? Where is she? The sound of the shots awakened me to my nightmare. When Nicholas ended his life, my life was over. Except for you, Lily. The Hyde family took over the house, the business. I was shunned and left town in disgrace. Seduce them. Make it known to everyone. She just gets shunned by the the Hyde family, and they're like, this is ours now. Of which I just I know I also <laughs> have the same what is happening are we moving on to my second half now I guess so because the first thing I wrote down is why would the family friend take over of a business in the house why would the family <laughs> friend take over the business in the house when legally she's the heir to her dead husband I let Unless they were never married or something. I like, don't. I highly doubt that. I don't know. I highly doubt that. They're rich people. Well, after- They usually follow the rules. I mean, it, unless you introduce something like adultery, then I kind of, like, oh, I'm no, rich passion. people don't follow the rules. Rich people do whatever they want. But, they, but, the but rules, let's not get the, into my the, socialist the, ranting. The, I was saying the proper rules of, like, the proper rules of society. Like, they would be married and not have children I on a wetlock. They would They would go to church on when they have, when, when is necessary. I, I Meredith, I don't know. That's I don't have an I mean. answer for you. You have so many questions about this film. You really want to understand it to its fullest. <laughs> You really want to know the motivations, the ins and outs, where the pillows came from. Did they go to Ross? What's happening? What was their budget? What was their time frame? Uh, Is Michael Zen gay? You have so many questions. Um, Because I don't remember the movie that much, so I'm filling in the gaps. It's fair. I'm filling in the gaps. The answers aren't fully in front of you. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll fill in some of them for you now. I'm going to fill in some of the gaps for you now. Are you ready, Meredith? (laughs) So we got to go, Meredith. Stop asking questions. Okay. So I'm not. I'm laughing. (laughs) Okay. So Pan, after seeing this premonition, uh, is in the hallway and she goes to the bathroom and she's upset. And then Kyle, who's up out of bed because he couldn't sleep, finds her in the bathroom and he's naked. And I wrote, he pretty much assaults her. Yeah. Now, he doesn't assault her because fucking Ashlyn Gear can make an assault look like a, a sex scene, yeah. which is a compliment. She is very good at, at like, uh, she is very Being good like, at play- No, I don't want it. I want it so bad. But she's very good at playfully like trying to tell them what to do. Yeah. Oh, like, I love that. Yes. She's very good at like being like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm saying silly things, but mm-hmm. also like, I am going to give it to you. I am going to sell it to you. Um, but Kyle's wife, Mimi, um, is in the kitchen and the phone is ringing. She's in the kitchen of their big mansion. Nobody else is there. And and she's just like doing her things in the kitchen. And that phone just is fucking ringing. So Mimi is like, I can't. I'm scared because I had an obscene phone call. And uh, Lily Ashley Gear is like, pick up the fucking phone, right, Mimi? So anyway, um, Mimi sucks. I also wrote uh, she does. Lily 
So they run over to where the phone is ringing. And Mimi's like, I can't do it. I'm an idiot. And Lily picks up the phone and holds it out to her and is like, fucking, here, answer the goddamn phone. But then a message starts playing, a nasty message of, that I didn't write down the words for, but I'm sure it went something like, your brother was a dirty closet whore and I meant your husband, your brother-in-law, and your husband likes bathroom assaults. Mimi. That's what I'm assuming it went. Um, and the voice sounded really familiar to me. Not the one I just did. That was Yoda. But the one in the movie. Um, and I was like, oh, my God. Does she have a twin? Does Ooh. Lily have a twin? Because it sounded just like Lily. Um, but then I realized because Lily, once Mimi ran screaming out of the room because she can't stand people saying dirty things on the phone. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> um. Lily runs after Mimi, who's scared, and she's like, I took care of it on the phone. Uh, it won't happen again. And then she like starts to make out with Mimi, who's standing in front of the curtains. Ashley Gear's like, you just need love and attention, and you'll get better. And Ashley Gear goes down on her in front of the window. Um, there's some, I wrote, there's some gentle, grace, gentle graceful fingering. Um <laughs> sure uh, and then I said did Ashton Gear just take a shower because I remember her hair was wet not important basically I'm just not paying attention to the sex right because it is boring because it's of pretty Mimi. boring yeah uh, and then I wrote uh, I'm, I really should just stop reading my notes out loud but ravenously eating this pussy as she's poised artistically against the window she is coming with her entire soul flame and then I, I Mimi is you think is yes, that Mimi yes I and I said I feel changed to Mimi. <laughs> I listen from what I remember. Ashley Gear went to town on that pussy, and I was like, I love when a porn actress in a girl on girl actually knows what she's doing around a vagina. Like she knows her way around the map of a vagina. Yes, and Ashley Gear does because she's a consummate yeah, she, yeah. professional. Yes, I will say, um, yeah. If I recall this scene accurately, I remember that. She was very pushy about hooking up with Mimi, like yes. like pushing her into it. But yeah, Mimi, Mimi submitted, was like, like Mimi was great. like, look at finally like, felt her energy. It was like, yeah, let's fuck. Finally, Kyle doesn't even yeah. know I have a clitoris. Yeah. Like, finally. Yes. So anyway, so Ashlyn's done going down on Mimi. Mimi goes down on Ashlyn. Ashlyn is doing a phenomenal job of faking an orgasm because Mimi's tongue is like inches away from her clitoris. Um, and I mean inches in the long term. Uh you know what I mean. Yes. It's far away. Yes. Do you want me to do that again with yes, my hands? Yes, do it. Do it. So this is uh, uh, Ashlyn Gears' um, clitoris. Yes. And this is Mimi's <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, amazing. Um, <laughs> so then, <gasps> just as they're getting their girl on girl on. Yes. The mom walks. What? What? And the mom says to Mimi, Go to your room immediately. And Ashton Gear's like, nah, bitch, I'm here. I'm going to eat her in front of you. And Mimi's like, I'm she, like a zombie. She did. She's like, she did She's it. She's like, I'm just going to keep. <laughs> get out of my face, Victoria. And then Victoria's like, Mimi, go to your room. Yeah, she loses her she loses mind. Her fucking mind. And then this honestly is fucking amazing. Uh, Mimi, go to your room. Ashton Gleer whispers something into Mimi's ear. We don't hear it, but then it's a standoff because Victoria reveals that she knew who Lily was all along, and she goes, your mother grew the most beautiful flowers. 
because she knows that her mother was, I don't know, the florist or owned the house or however her yeah. mother is connected to this. We don't what? really know. It's unclear. It's a mystery. But she knew her mother, so she knows why she's there. And she's like, you have been a very naughty girl. And I was like, oh, are they going to fuck now? Yes. It'll probably be amazing. Um, but then Ashlyn Kier's like, my mother taught me revenge. And I was just like, the way they were standing nose to nose with each other and delivering these lines, I was like, these are two queens decking it out. It needed an Academy Award nod. I don't know what happened. I mean, I know the rest of this movie is garbage and the one before it, but Michael Zen, for that di directorial moment and putting these two queens together, I just, I think they should get like a posthumously retroactive award yes. or whatever. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was amazing. Okay. Then they make out in front of the window and Charles sees them and then there's a scream through the house and then dramatic music and nothing. So we don't really know what happens. We know that they made out and then Charles was there and then there was a scream. Yes. And then we go to another scene, just quickly, just a little aside, but an amazing aside, a phenomenal. Mom, Victoria, comes into a bedroom and sees Charles, Mike Horner, and we're already like, I mean, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but when I saw the two of them in the bedroom together, I was like, yes! My corner is here. Yeah. Victoria's a queen. Someone's going to be wearing gloves. Let's fucking do this. Yes. Right? Okay. So she's looking at Charles, my corner shirtless in bed, and she says, I'm going to take a shower, and then when I be back, I'll have a surprise for you. And then he starts kind of like having his own flashback fantasy about when he was fucking Pan and Pansy or Lily or Daisy. One of, one of the three. Whatever. Then Victoria comes out dressed in like, like, French hooker attire. I think is the best way I can describe also, it. You know there's gloves. Also a top hat, right? Right. Also a cabaret dancer. Yeah. And her name is, she says her alter ego is Vicky LaRue, a stripper. And then she just immediately is like, lick my asshole. <laughs> and it's my corner. So not only does he lick her asshole, but he mines her asshole for gold with yeah. his tongue. Okay. Yeah. And she keeps like, yes, eat it. And he's eating her out. And then he eats her out from behind. And she's like, Miss Vicky likes that. And Miss Caitlin liked it. Okay. <laughs> because the Mike Warner style of eating pussy, again, is a fucking winner. He's going down her clit. He's sucking it. There's noises that I've heard in real life that make me uncomfortable to even think about now. And then she's like, lick me like a dog. And then he licks her like he's lapping up water like a dog. And he is my goddamn hero. She's like, and I wrote, all I wrote was, yeah, 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 love this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Beg for Miss Vicky. Uh-huh. 69. I know. And these are they like... they get into a 69. These are but like... at this point, I'm masturbating. So I can't write, <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> I like that these are the oldest actors of the bunch, They're too. They're so good. They're so oh, good. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, I can't even... Okay. Anyway. Also, Miss Vicky has amazing fucking earrings on whatever um and then i was like she listen she deserves this house she deserves money <laughs> she deserves a garden um ashton gears great and like she's mad i get it but victoria can literally have whatever the fuck she wants um highly i recommend this sex this sex scene to anyone ever fast forward i will find the timestamp. i will put it in the episode notes um uh and then they finish and Miss Vicky goes, there, there, that's a good boy. 
mama's always going to take care of her baby. And I wrote, creepy, I don't care, I like it. Yes, I yeah. loved it. They literally are my dreams. <laughs> I want to be them. I Gloves and all, all of it. Okay. So finally, we get a we we were left on a cliffhanger. <laughs> did you forget? Of course you did, because that happened to yeah. you, right? <laughs> You're like before the doesn't second, matter. I don't everything about myself, <laughs> my name, where I was born, what does my mother do with her life is gone because of that scene. And you okay? were reborn. It was it was you were fucking obliviated when he when <laughs> Miss Vicky said, Lick my asshole. It was a obli- I was emptied of memory. But luckily I wrote all this down. So let's go back in time. And remember. Oh, God. Oh. Let's remember that. I love that this is your like born again moment. I love it. Porn, there's a reason we did this. And it's because you and I love porn. And, and this, I, this made me remember just this one moment. Yes. This scene. Okay. <laughs> Everyone take a deep breath with me. All listeners. I might even be able to timestamp when you said that, when you masturbated. Yeah, I'm because gonna put it in there. I'm because put it in our episode now. No, I mean when you actually did, because I remember you texting me saying this point is getting pretty good. <laughs> You're gonna find the moment in time in history. But, okay, well you find that. Let me describe the last okay, scene, and then it. you can bring it home. Okay, so um, we get we get the answer to our cliffhanger from before the scene where uh, there was a scream and we don't know what happens. So now we're in a flashback. It's the same moment where Ashlyn Gear and Victoria are yelling at each other. And Charles shows up and he grabs Ashlyn Gear by the back. And then Victoria says, welcome home. You're part of us now. You're part of the land. I don't think she says that. I wrote it down. I think I thought it. It doesn't matter. Victoria says, I should tell you about my gloves. Oh, it's a curious thing. I should tell you about my gloves. I know it's a curious thing. But you see, I wear them because the, the world, world is, is so, so very... very very dirty. And then Victoria fucking chokes Ashley here. And that's it. And there's a scream. And then flash forward. It's been six months since Lily mysteriously disappeared. And the Hyde family is courageously dealing with her grief. How? That was on the title card. I didn't write that. I'm not that clever. How? Jason comes up to mom, Victoria, in the garden. And she's out there gardening, living her life. And he's sad. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened with Lily. She dead, boo. Um, but Jason is like, your garden, Mom. It's beautiful. Uh, I don't know what it is, Mother. But uh, you must be using something. Something to make these flowers so magnificent. <laughs> well, darling, it's all in the fertilizer. It's all in the fertilizer. <laughs> Dead body fertilizer. That's right. So, as much as I was sad to see Ashlyn Gear go, boy, it was good. Boy, you, the climactic ending. You didn't like, lose Victoria. I, I, and we probably I, gained uh, Vicky LaRue because of her murder. I mean, that's probably how she celebrates murders. Victoria, my <laughs> that's her life is changed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you masturbated on 4-12-2019 at 4.15 p.m. That sounds right. That sounds right. Jack would have been home by 5.30, so I wanted to get it in before you got home. Yep. That sounds right. I was sitting in the chair you're sitting in right now. I hope you're happy. Oh, <laughs> I hope you're happy. 
You better, how do you feel about yourself now, how Meredith? How do you feel yourself now, Meredith? Don't worry, I wipe everything down with, because a lot of people come into the studio, so it all gets wiped down with Clorox wipes. So don't worry about it. Do you just have, also, you should I'm just, very clean. You should just have um, a timer every night at like 3 a.m. to spray like a Clorox, <laughs> like Mr. Just like, shh. Like just heat cloud. up this room to an unnecessarily high temperature so everything dies. Okay. Microwave it for five seconds. Yeah, I do. Like with bed bugs. Yes. Okay, so. Meredith, it's that time. Yes. Are you ready? Let's go there. Let's go together. Welcome to the biannual weekly award awards. Oh, it's so good to be back in our awards. We're giving a second round of awards to the same cast. Are they going to all get the same things? You're about to find out, listeners. Uh, MVP. Obviously. Uh, I mean, fucking obviously. The lead murderer. <laughs> the, the murder queen. The I mean, the person wearing, who's inspired. She's inspired. The, she's inspired she, by, by my new fetish. Of she just, is the, the, the queen of the garden. The queen of the house. The, the, the queen seer of through of your nonsense bullshit flower names. She's Victoria Hyde. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. She's wonderful. Her. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like I was introducing a wrestler there for a second. Yeah. Okay. Feminist nightmare. I think this is the same as last time. It's gotta be Kyle. It's bad. Yeah, Kyle. He's awful. He assaults people in bathrooms. He makes his brother hang out in the closet. He's a nightmare. Yeah. Now, this one's hard, but it's our final one. Try it home. Yeah, I would like to do more. Con- I would like more cuddling is done on me, like my corner. <laughs> I would like the my way- corner to go down on me. I would like my corner to teach a seminar on how to eat vagina. Yes. Did you masturbate to this movie? Uh, I think I did. I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, though, you have a text message proof that I did. <laughs> so. Well, if you said you did, am I? And you said, okay, the second half of this movie is kind of the second half of this thing is kind of baller. And then I was, it was like, baller. And it's I the was Mike Horner School of Pussy yeah. Eating. It's beautiful. It's great. Um. Well, that wraps up our. Uh, pornographic recap and movie section. Uh, but before we go, as always, we have a special sex segment. I'm bringing you porn quizzes for a thousand, Alec. Okay, cool. Would you? So I just kind of was like, you know what? Maybe we should just do something really fun and easy that the inter- we can oh, just yeah. do internet from the culture. internet. I love it. And I just want to read each other some quizzes. Some porn quizzes specifically. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to take your quiz first? Or do I you do. Want to take- I do want to take my quiz first. Give it okay. to me. What's okay. the title? Where is it from? What's the reference? We will put these in the episode notes so you can also take these quizzes. Please send us your answers in your iTunes review. Woohoo! All right. This one is, what kind of porn would you be? Which of these makes you feel all warm and happy inside? Blood, love, showing off, hugging your pet horse, monster, suits, small children. Swallowing a kitten. Food. Good deeds. What was the first question? What was the question? There's which so many. Of, which of these makes you feel all warm and happy inside? Okay, food. Food. It, I mean, showing off was a close second. Yeah. But food. Which of these clothing types is more appealing? Okay. Leather. On, who? On me. Okay. Leather. Uh huh. Casual. What's casual? <laughs> Tight. Okay. All right. None. <laughs> okay. School uniforms. Yeah. Fur. Okay. 
infant. Uh huh. Dirty. Okay. Badly fitting. Uh huh. Clean. There's so many options, Meredith. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I can find a new quiz. <laughs> no, I love it. It's great. I'm trying to figure out do I want to answer this as real Caitlin or as like, there will be porn podcast host Caitlin? What, it's what you find appealing. You know, I'm going to go with school uniforms. Okay. If someone were to guess if you had sex from objects around your house, what clues might you have left behind? <laughs> okay. What are they? A whip or a set of handcuffs. Okay. A condom. Okay. A very large condom. Sure. A saddle or some hay. Gross. Tissues and lube. Yeah. Shed fur. Wow. Lollipops and candy. Gross. Cleaning fluids and disinfectants. Mm-hmm. Sweat. I'm, sen- I'm sensing a theme. Or nothing. Uh, a big, a really big condom. A very, yeah, same. <laughs> throw everybody off i used to keep <laughs> hang on real just a real quick fact about me i used to only buy magnums when i was single yeah it's a good way it's a good way to do because i would literally be like if you don't fit into these then you have to bring your own <laughs> like I, i'm welcome to all sizes but i was trying to like really accentuate my preference yeah 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 okay, i like so. that it's um, very smart yeah, I like to neg them when I bring them home. I think that's very smart. I think that's how I it should be. I only have magnums. Yeah. What do you value most? Sure. Control. Okay. Lust. Uh huh. Manhood. Okay. Nature. Mm. Fantasy. Mm. Being yourself. Oh. Children. No. Dirtiness. <laughs> Food. <laughs> Double. Okay. Or virtue. I mean, being yourself and food are both. Which one? It's hard. I I value, I love food, but it's gluttony. I value being myself okay. more than food, like at the end of the day, you know, when I think. Obvious question, but which of these happy. do you like to look at? Okay. Bondage, regular porn, guys with huge dicks. <laughs> stop, and- stop, stop. Just that one and move on. Are you sure you don't want to- Nope. I know one of them's gonna be horses and, and one of them's gonna be filth. <laughs> one of them's gonna be children, so just move on. Big dicks. Big dicks is what I want. Go. The Everyone should take this quiz. The rest, of them, the rest of them were all super normal. They were like gardens. Oh boy. Uh. That's what's funny. Okay. Okay. Your result for the porn you like is monster cock. Yeah, that sounds right. You like the big, and I mean big. (laughs) You dream about huge dick. Yeah, on you or in you. Yeah, you're rather a rather popular section of adult entertainment. Wall covered in dicks. You probably have your own fan base on X on Xtube or such. And you dandelion, and you love to show against. Yeah. Bristles, just bristles of big dicks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you killed it. You killed it, Meredith. Uh, or BuzzFeed killed it. It's hard to tell. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys, this was a great episode. I learned a lot about myself. Meredith, I think we all learned about you. <gasps> we t- we, we learned about Michael Zen and the fact that he's uh, closeted and it's really a shame, but it, I'm glad he's expressing yeah. himself creatively. Me too. 
Uh, we learned that Ashlyn Gear, while amazing, has uh, definitely a counterpart who is just a better performer in Victoria. <laughs> we learned that Mike Horner will deliver every time. <laughs> and that Randy Spears is a waste of flesh. We learned that at the end of it all, your flowers will grow if you have the right fertilizer. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can you tell us what we're watching next week, please? You're watching number 77 on Avian's Top 100. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what number? Number 77. Okay. On so, Avian's Top 100 movies of all time. Sidebar? Yeah. Can we have a party when we throw number 69 and oh, invite everybody? We definitely should. Okay, keep going. Anyway. The Bitter End. Oh, I used to go to a bar called The Bitter End all the time. <laughs> That's fun. This is probably a euphemism for butts. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the Bitter End. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, until then, in two weeks, when we see you for the for the bitter end, which I fans, I already know you're gonna fucking love. Yeah. Uh, T dubbers, new and old. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by finding us on all the socials at there will be prn yeah. <laughs> on Instagram and social. Uh, send us a DM. We enjoy pictures of dicks as long as they are not your dick. Uh, also, pictures of Richard Nixon are totally allowed. I would please. love some drawn dicks. I would love, oh my God, dick images made on Photoshop. What am I saying? J- drawn dicks is Non-fake beautiful. Fake dicks. Fake dicks. Show us fake, fake dicks. Show us all the fake dicks. Um, That's and, what I would love. And in the meantime, friends, cheers, cheers to, to a happy, happy ending. ending.